0: Hi, and welcome to the Gracious and Grime podcast, where I intend to talk with interesting people about the grime that goes into the games industry. My name is Lynn Sovig, and I look forward to sharing these conversations with you. There are so many components in making a game, and here at Gracious and Grime, I want to look into some of these components and professions that make video games great. My main area of interest is business development. Uh, How do games get funded, publishers or investors, or are there other creative alternatives for getting that funding to make games? And What are some smart ways to sell and market games? What platforms are, are available to us and what do they offer? Also, one of the things that drew me to game development in the first place was to witness the symphony of how artists, writers, and programmers could work hand-in-hand to create these magnificent experiences. I'm very interested in how different studios work on making this collaboration happen and it being actually quite productive. But I'm also very easily distracted by the shiny allure of how writing, art, and other areas of the development process works, so I imagine I'll invite people to conversations about other themes here as well. There are so many great areas to explore, and my intention is to have some fun and talk with interesting people with insight into the games industry and record it here and share it with you. So I thought I would start off with some information about who I am uh, and what intrigues me and what got me into this universe. I became interested in games through academia at a ripe old age of 30. I was doing my master's thesis in media studies, also really late in life, and I was writing about online game worlds. Since I had taken my bachelor's in media studies, I had always been fascinated with finding the point where reality meets virtuality and where our sense of being and our ownership rights kind of start and end really. Where, where do I stop being me and where do I stop owning what my actions are and, and where does it stop being real and also then becoming a part of a computer system? So one of my advisors at the University of Bergen, Rune Clavier, told me that I couldn't really address and properly analyze these issues without looking into games and learning how to analytically define what a game actually is, so that I could at least theoretically be able to argue for when the game ends and where the self begins in a gaming online space. I was, however, really reluctant to do so. In my mind, games were a waste of time and all this super important work I was doing just wouldn't be taken seriously. So I guess that's my first confession to you, um, is that I really actually used to be quite biased towards games. But I had a lot of respect for my advisor and I knew that he had a point. And so my first game was uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, which we played in some class, which I've now forgotten what was, but it's a long time ago, guys. But I played it and I found it incredibly hard to navigate in it and controlling the camera and the avatar at the same time on the controllers was really really difficult for me because I hadn't been uh, playing with a joystick for you know 10 years but I completely understood the allure of it so I went out and bought a few secondhand games to get into it and among those games was American McCheese Alice uh, which is the first game that I actually played all the way through and my fate was really sealed uh, after that game. Um, I was smitten and totally in love with this amazing medium. There was just no turning back. But there was also this this sense of resentment in me as well. I felt like I just really couldn't understand why no one had told me that games could be so absolutely magnificent, beautiful, and magical, and rich. Why was this kept just? as a secret from me and I think that's the moment I decided that I wanted to work with games and particularly working with telling people how amazing they are and that we should all be playing more games. From then I did a lot of fumbling uh, around figuring out what I wanted to do. Um, I had a great corporate communication job for a few years outside of gaming but I decided to jump out of that course because i really just really wanted to work in games and i had no other choice but to just basically make up my own jobs uh, along the way and one of them was uh creating this uh, game developer conference uh which is called console uh spelt with a k and two l's um i did that with um a group called the game developers guild of norway And it's still going, by the way, uh, run by an amazing, amazing director called Sylvia. And then out of that, I kind of started different types of initiatives uh, to do what I could to kind of help uh, the Norwegian games industry thrive. And then I even co-started a publisher. We launched a few games. Uh, I think my first game that I launched, I launched as a publisher, which was interesting. And uh, after that, I started working more within the game studios as marketing manager and then business developer. And also uh, among my accolades, uh, I can put uh, COO and um, CEO. I will tell you or share with you that the learning curve has been steep both ways, really. I've raced up those mountains, learning as much as I can while I'm sprinting to the top of the mountain, and uh, which has also resulted in quite tall falls along the way. But I keep getting back up and and I keep racing up the mountains. I think that's to me has kind of been a symbol that this is a passion that I'm not going to get rid of and it's something that I really deeply want to um, keep working with. I am easily drawn to games and game developers that want to do something daring, something new and absolutely stunning. Uh, And that bewilderment also includes creativity with the biz dev side of the industry. Creative ideas when it comes to both funding and marketing always draws me in. That said, uh, I also get really excited, perhaps maybe now as I'm older and have worked with uh, games for a while, but I get really excited about those who think about game development from a stable, mature, and very long-lasting vision. Sometimes this seems to be the revolutionary strategy that we all really need at this time. So I hope that this gives you some sort of insight as to what to expect here. This is just a little intro, so please stay tuned for more. I'm going to start reaching out for, for guests soon and I'll uh, publish some kind of um, schedule uh, soon on the Patreon page as well. Uh, I look forward to having some great conversations and learning more as we go along on this journey together. I've done this once before, and and I had so much fun with those conversations. Uh, I'll be releasing this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Patreon, and Google Play for free. I will also have a tier on Patreon for those who wish to see a video recording of my conversations. I'll also make sure to post some additional background stuff for those that would be interested. I'll be doing an extra recording after this about why I've chosen to change my name uh, for, or the podcast name from Hitchcock Barbie to Gracious in Grime. Um, but basically, until next time, enjoy your day. Make sure to find time to play and hada Bloopers. Hi, and... <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. Uh, um, of uh... Hello? Okay. of uh, uh, um... Um, uh, 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 um... Um, um...